Bring back my girls. Attitude check. Start? Yeah, I started. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was I was just waiting to see if you were gonna pick up on that attitude check. That's why I was gonna be like, "Fuck you, man." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, is he just?" Nope. I um, always start this in the most um, what's the word uh, annoying way possible. That's very on brand. Yes, come on, branding. Hi everyone, my name is Tim and this is Bring Back My Girls Podcast, a podcast where we talk about anything and everything RuPaul's Drag Race, specifically right now we're talking about episode 10 and 11 and when I say we, I normally mean Tyler and me, nope, excuse me, Tyler and I, I went to school and um, if you all are returning listeners, you would probably wonder... That's not Tyler's voice. No, it's not. You're smart. You, you catch up on things. This is the voice of our very special guest on Bring, My, Bring Back My Girls podcast. We only ever had Sugar Shots to be a guest ever. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I don't have any friends, and neither does Tyler. So, um, but I have more than one friend now. Um, well, not now. More like... I have one more friend who is on the podcast. Uh, introduce yourself. <laughs> hey, everybody. Um, I'm Jay, photographer, big Drag Race fan, um, also a DJ, work with a lot of Rude Girls. and He does work with a lot of Rude Girls, y'all. Yeah, just worked with Alaska this past weekend, mm-hmm. working with Chad Michaels this upcoming weekend. And working with Evie Oddly next month, I believe. Yeah, so. she's coming to Minneapolis, isn't she? Yeah. Uh, I slick want to be booked for that. Not even gonna lie. <laughs> like the, I, I won't spill too many beans, but I do know. I'm pretty sure it's already casted. It's already booked. Whatever. But um, I was at this. I was at the club recently um, for Drag Queen Game Night. And the owner of said bar was there and he walks up to me and I didn't think he like even knew me, even though I frequent that club, you know, mm-hmm. n- not as a, you know, attendant to the, I hate gay clubs, mm-hmm. but I, I go for work, I go for shows and he walks up to me and he's like, Timmy is a rocker. And I was like, Ooh, you know my name. That's not exactly it, but you, I, I think you're just being cute so work it's because you're young and black I, I have stories about that but that can wait well that's you know <laughs> story of my life you mean like it's it's the saloon of course yeah whatever but no uh this is my friend jay uh it's kind of similar to how me and tyler started this podcast where you have a friend for a while and then you somehow realize that both of you are drag race fans in any kind of weird circumstance mm-hmm. and come to find out you are like an admin on a very popular rupaul's drag race fan thing on facebook oh yeah i forgot about that am i allowed to say that on the air oh yeah absolutely okay work uh yeah it's the oh shit which one is it oh lord <laughs> and then admins will tell you this and we say this all the fucking time in the group like drag race fans are the worst 
and the group makes our lives hell but it's like 70,000 members yeah uh rupaul's drag race fans if you're a member great you know me if not mm, you can join it but <laughs> just be aware that other people are trash it's constantly something about somebody's race or somebody's this somebody's that and it's Seriously? just oh, well yeah. the thing about it like i am a member and I had to hit that unfollow button because I just kept getting nothing but notifications when I first joined. Uh-huh. But I go on the page not, you know, that often, but when I do, it seems squeaky clean. Woo, child, no. Oh. Read them comments. Oh, wow. Well, um, go join RuPaul's Drag Race fans on Facebook and don't <laughs> be racist. Yeah, please don't be racist. Okay. So, um... Tyler is away right now. Um, I killed him, and I hit his body in the ocean. I'm kidding. It wasn't the ocean. No, but um, like we said when we recapped episode 9, he was going to go on vacation, and y'all, we have tried to like find time to talk. We've, we've been out of state from each other for a good minute, but we still come we still bring it every week but this past few weeks have been a little harder with tyler being on vacation so my special guest and i are going to come back with thoughts on episode 10 that we didn't release last week and this is technically the episode 11 recap but we're gonna do two episodes in one and because this is a different occasion where I'm with a special guest and not with Tyler I was thinking that we kind of do this episode like very stream of consciousness very like interview style um, I ask you questions you ask me questions and uh, let's see whose opinion is more wrong than the other um, I also have to warn everybody out there I um, caught a bug not that kind of bug um, I haven't had that kind of bug in a while um, but I've, I caught a bug and I have been a little bit under the weather my voice is a little in pain right now but if you hear a cough don't unsubscribe just tweet at BB my girls and let a bitch know get well soon like you be thinking RuPaul's Drag Race fans on Facebook is is, is the tea? Oh no, Twitter people are fucking Twitter. crazy. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, I know. Trust, I've been in this Drag Race game since season one, episode one, mm. On when it comes to social media. So I've encountered it all. And I've seen the rise from it being like a couple of like <coughs> thousands mm -hmm. of people to like hundreds of thousands of people like starting shit so well, i'm a bitch that claps back so oh, like yeah. i said bb my girls on twitter bitch so um let's start with episode 10 drag uh, drag drag uh, cadabra yeah doesn't drag matter yeah the magic one the magic one um so this is the episode that we said goodbye to plastic tiara right no that was sugar Plastic no, right before. Right before that was yeah. Plastic. Yeah, so yeah. this is like the new episode. So Plastic's gone. So we're down one queen and we have top seven, technically. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
Oh, I say bottom six, but you know. Uh, so Plastique is gone, and who's in her home? I forget. Vanjie, her yes. first time lip syncing. Yes. Um, Vanjie's kind of like she's ready to shake this off and everything, and it gets to a part in like this eliminated queen business and everything where some drama happens, and I can't quite remember what it was. I think it was because it was the Face Keeney episode, wasn't it? It was the Face Keeney yep. episode. And um, somebody was feeling some type of way. Uh, be- oh, it was Silky. Of course it was Silky. Because um, roaches don't die, they multiply. And... Uh, yeah, and just Big Silk with the quote-unquote good old milk... She just can't shut the fuck up. Mm-mm. She really can't. And basically what happened was... Uh, you're talking about the top of the episode, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you know, Silky just felt whatever type of way. And I don't even think Vanjie really got to have her moment of reflecting on how she got into the bottom and all of that before Silky ran her mouth about whatever it is she ran her mouth about. Mm-hmm. And... It's just a recurring theme with Silky. Like, I said when the Meet the Cast first came out and Silky popped up, I was like, oh, this girl's funny, but she's going to be draining really quickly. Mm. And lo and behold, it wasn't even the end of episode one. And I'm like, I'm ready for this girl to go home. Really? Yes. I mean, that seems to be like the general consensus of like the masses. Like, mm-hmm. and is, once we get into episode 11, like, child. <laughs> yeah. Um,. But the the thing that gags me the most is when it comes to Silky and her attitude, like, it's something I definitely can relate to. Because, mm-hmm. like, that just, like, sheer amount of just, like, unnecessary and sometimes un... What's the word I'm thinking of? Like, undeserved confidence. Like, I mean, I feel as though she's been getting a lot of praise in this competition. And it's not, I don't think it's been any kind of justified. No, it's, she's only getting praise in her competition because of her personality. And Michelle clocked that, what was it, like episode three or four? She's mm-hmm. just like, you need to be careful. Like, yeah, we're laughing, but we're laughing because of your personality. Mm-hmm. This still sucks. Right. Yeah. And I feel like quite a few girls throughout the years have gotten away with shit like that. Adore Delano. Yes. Um, Even though, yeah. Sharon, whoa, ooh, ooh. Nah. Sharon Needles. Um, Sharon Needles only won because she was weird. Anyway. Oh, so let's move on. <laughs> uh, that, that's why they made an All-Stars one, bitch. That's exactly why. Exactly why. They had to get Chad her win. They knew. Anyway, um, so it's a new day in the workroom, and... There's some, like, dumb mini-challenge. I don't recall what it was. I don't recall either. What uh, I'm trying to think. It, wasn't it, like, get the ball in the hole or something? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, the balls and the body parts. Yeah. The pit crew. The only thing I retained from this was, like, ear to ass, ball to ball is the name of my new disco album or something like that, RuPaul said. Yeah. But, you know. Um, Which nobody wants. Available on iTunes. Ex- excuse me. First of all. RuPaul can be whatever the fuck you think RuPaul is. We're not going to get into that topic on this podcast. Because on this podcast, we stand RuPaul. 
and especially that bitch music. So don't try it. Well, I'm a special guest. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Denji wins the mini challenge, and um, they find out it is a magic show challenge where they have to, you know, um, put on a show and perform magic tricks and name and name those tricks and all that. And um, she gets to split up the teams and. She picks her dream girls featuring Evie Oddly. Yes. And then the other three are... Sugar. Mm-hmm. Nina. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah. Couldn't remember the other white girl. Well, the top four can. So, um... I mean, I like Brooklyn. It's no shade, so... Yeah. The thing about it... You know, I'm just gonna ask. Do you think this was a choice made by Vanjie or by the producers? Producers. Really? Why do you say that? I believe that it was a choice made by Vanjie. Vanjie would have included Brooklyn. Only because she knows Brooklyn's a winner. And is there to compete. And Mm -hmm. she would not have picked Evie to be on there. Especially with the tensions between her and Evie building up over the past couple of untucked episodes as well. Mm. But they squashed that, right? Did they? Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, just a little tea I heard from a girl that oh, was on there. Here we go. She was, she told us that producer stepped in by like second, third episode that Unless you guys want to be remembered like season seven, you guys need to step it up. See, I've heard that from other podcasts before. Yes. And I I don't know how I feel about that statement because it seems as though all of this producer involvement, it, it, and if it, it came in by episode two or three, like, it wasn't boring episode two or three. But here's the thing, though. With the producers on Drag Race have a lot more influence than people think mm-hmm. when it comes to plot lines, storylines, all of that. Like, I will say the first three seasons, they were more hands off and mm-hmm. let people do what they do. But you can see the tone of the show changes, especially season four, and how things go about. And that's when producers got more involvement, especially by like season five because of all of Willem's bullshit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I see what you're saying. But at the same time, you know, editing is key. And as a filmmaker, I'm going to work with what I have. <coughs> so if I have a bunch of good material, mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to see that, of course. But, but is it good as material? The, I mean... So the, the the producer involvement is that like good material? Do do you think the producers are creating a good storyline season by season with their with their alleged involvement? No, because truth be told, Drag Race hasn't really been the same since season six. And by that I mean it steadily have just gone down in quality. Yes, queens have been great, and a lot of my favorite queens have won, but. No. And that's mm. why you get these lackluster ass challenges. You get this stupid ass drama that's fabricated and rehashed every fucking episode. Like, 
Come on. Uh, well, anyway, the the teams pair off, and um, Nina seems to be confident, mm-hmm. which is cute for Nina. She needed her moment. Well, she didn't get her moment last week with Brooklyn, so I guess this makes up for it. Yeah. Like, that's where the producer involvement I see gets involved, but, like, only when they want certain queens to do well. Right. And with that said, I believe... As, even though Vanjie is a controversial figure, I believe she's been fucked over twice now because of that that whole producer involvement shit. Because you know when Nina won the um, what was that challenge? Evangelical challenge. Yeah, like Nina shouldn't have won that. Like, yeah, she was great, but you remember Vanjie from that episode. I do remember Vanjie from that episode, and even though I can like understand your argument, I also can think about um, a mindset of Rue or even like a mindset of somebody else who is running shit like a show director or anything like you know Vanjie did great but Vanjie also didn't do that great like when she said thank you Miss Vanjie oh I just thank myself imagine that being like in a live action play or some shit and like mm-hmm. you hear that and an audience member is like oh that was an obvious fuck up let me tweet about this later like it's it's one of those things where it's like it's because it's Miss Vanjie well again though no thing that's this like whole... no that's like saying Alyssa Edwards gets a pass for like messing up and it being oh so Alyssa it's all good like that's how it's happened before though it's happens it shouldn't happen constantly but that's the thing though and you're bringing up a great point like a lot of these girls and which is what i said earlier in the podcast a lot of these girls are getting away with things just because of their personality and Mm -hmm. who they are yeah i mean that's just how the show works at this point i suppose i still don't think uh silky should have won snatch game but that's another no. whole topic. No. Um, anyway, uh, Nina is pretty confident, but the other team who dubbed themselves, except for Silky, I'm sorry, except for Evie, they dubbed themselves Team Personality, which I think if you have to, you know... If you have to say you have yeah, a personality, you don't have one. Thank y'all. That's what I was getting at. Um, I have more questions about this part here. Uh do you remember when Rue asked the girls in the workroom who, who should go home and Silky said Evie and Evie said Silky? Yeah. But Silky said Evie first. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, according to what we saw. And then Evie said Silky and then she gets in the confessional like, why you pressed hope? Mm-hmm. So at this point in episode 10, Silky is like, we got all these bombshell girls on our team except for Evie. And I don't understand why no one on this season is calling her what she is, which is a giant hypocrite. The only person who has has been Evie. But, like, she hasn't said that exact word, like, hypocrite. Like, call it what it is. And I feel as though there's a lot of, like, I am Team Evie down. Mm -hmm. But it seems as though... Whenever there's any kind of argument between Evie and Silky, the rebuttal from Silky is so lackluster, and then the 
fucking topic changes or Silky gets petty and the whole argument was because Evie was being petty like it's all hypocrisy and no one's saying the word hypocrisy and it's driving me a little crazy because there if, if there's so much producer involvement I don't get why nobody is really you know admitting that Silky's still here for like the drama. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I probably didn't explain that quite well, but it was one of those things where it's like, well, everybody at home can see Silky's awful. See that she's a terrible person on the show, and that she's also kind of a shit queen when it comes to some looks and some runways and, and some challenges and everything. Like, we're not convinced. Let's but, just be honest, she's a shit queen in person, too. Ooh, my drag mother is her sister. I know. Yeah, so I, I try to watch my mouth in this podcast. Oh, but I'm a, I'm a special guest. <laughs> you do what you do. I'm a special guest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, thoughts. Here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. When you are told by producers to amp up the drama, and let me like kind of preface this by saying that. The person we're talking about is a dramatic person in general mm-hmm. because I've got plenty of stories and tea from Chicago queens who have told me all about Miss Big and Silky. So, with that said, to go back to my other point, when you're told by producers to amp up the drama, no one else is going to, none of the other queens are going to be all like, oh, well, Silky, you're just here creating drama. You're just here for the yeah. drama. Da, 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 da. So, of course, they're not going to say it and verbally, we see yeah. it verbally yeah. or they probably have said it and it's edited out because mm-hmm. remember the queens are only allowed to talk to each other when those cameras are rolling nothing you say matters nothing you say matters unless the cameras are yeah. rolling and then Willem told us that way way back and then Pearl confirmed it mm-hmm. so they're only talking to each other maybe about four hours out of the whole time four hours a day because the rest of the time they're there and it's quiet time, they have their iPods, they're working on looks, whatever they need to do. So that's probably creating a lot of tension as well because if people are gonna sit here and they're irritating you, but all of a sudden they call cut for camera, I mean for break or whatever, mm-hmm. that shit's just festering for eight, nine, ten hours. Mm-hmm so it builds up over time so i'm not sure how much of silky popping off is producers and how much of it is just her and the same goes for other girls so like i can see anybody who watches the current <coughs> season of drag race you can see that evie is a person who gets visibly frustrated mm-hmm. and whenever she's talking in those confessionals she's eye rolling all that. it's just a level of frustration that's normally not there from the other girls. Mm-hmm. So I believe she's genuinely fucking irritated when it comes to Silky. Yeah. And she really doesn't know how and why this is happening. Yeah. It's 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 a very strange situation. And I was talking to another friend of mine about this as well. It's just like we know better when it comes to drag race mm-hmm. by now, when it comes to drama. But it's just something about this season, it is just like you can tell a lot of it is very fabricated, but a lot of it is just it's cutting deeper to some things and it's alluding to some things that we may not be privy to. That's really sad. 
Yeah. So, and we probably won't ever know mm-hmm. because their contract isn't up until a year after the finale airs. Damn. So, like, I don't know if you know that, but anyone, who goes, that. Yeah, anyone who goes on Drag Race, they sign a contract with uh, with WoW. Yep, an NDA. So that starts, like, the day of filming. And it goes until a year after the finale of their season airs. So the finale airs, what, probably the end June. of May, beginning of June? Yeah. So let's say June 4th of yeah. this year. Their NDA won't be up until June 4th of 2020. That's why you see a lot of girls like the Vixen popping up on Hey Queen and stuff and doing yeah. tell-all interviews and stuff way, way after her season has yeah. finished. So, yeah. So, we won't know until Evie pops up on a podcast or Hey Queen next year. Oh, well. I hope we get some tea, bitch. Like, yeah. damn. But so, at this point, I wouldn't give a fuck. I wouldn't either. I mean, it'd be good to know, just like how Vixen was... Um, I don't know if you saw her Hey Queen episode. Of course I did, because I love yeah. the Vixen. So, and she's she's my favorite. But it's like her. she said, how the producers told Asia to go talk to her. Mm-hmm. Like, she said that was not an organic moment. She appreciates it, she appreciates it but it was not an organic moment. Because yeah. the producers told her, to, hey, go talk to her. And... I also heard that, like, a, like a bunch of what the Vixen said in the conversation mm-hmm. was all edited out because Vixen wasn't having it regardless of whatever AJ was trying to say like because it wasn't an organic moment the Vixen was not about to let anything happen like any of this shenanigans and buffoonery because the Vixen is one of those girls that's like I am breaking the fourth wall mm-hmm. regardless of whatever you're trying to like what story you're trying to make you ain't getting it out of me I might hug the bitch, make that into a story, do whatever you got to do. But that's why in that episode in season nine, you didn't really see much of the Vixen talking back to Asia. No, not at all. Yeah. And people with brains can tell like, hey, that's that's kind of odd. Like she's just sitting there. Oh, quiet and meek and just nodding and like with like tears in her eyes. Like that's not. Mm -hmm. No, we're missing some shit. But I will say people like the Vixen, people like you, people like me. If we can help it, we're creating our own narratives. Yeah. So that's why I would win. Yeah. <laughs> so it's hard though because when you're used to creating your own narrative outside of a competition, it's all a competition. outside of outside of television. Okay. Better. Yeah. Outside of television, I mean that's a lot easier. But once you're in that little studio with the like stucco stickers mm-hmm. of brick, you have to play the game. Mm-hmm. And if you don't play the game, they will get you out. So, so we move on to <laughs> um, a little quick scene where um, team personality are talking about whether they should. Well, I kind of skipped over all the um, all the practice parts with the magician. Mm-hmm. Only good thing to talk about is Silky falling asleep, to be honest. Unless you have thoughts on the teaching of the magic tricks. Maybe, maybe she was auditioning for Detective Pikachu playing Snorlax. I don't know. That was so fucked up. We don't make fun of people's weight. I'm on fat. I can do that. 
You have to wait till after the episode to talk about how she's a Snorlax. I don't care. I'm kidding. This is Bring Up My Girls Podcast. I was like, look. Ah! Um, anywho, we just saw the Tate of Pikachu, and if I had to give it a rating, I would give it a C minus. Ooh, that low? Yeah, I mean, like, I really had a good time. A cute B for nostalgia. Not a cute B. Not a cute B. <laughs> like a cute B. Bitch, you don't give that shit a C and call it a day. Like, like the only thing cute about it was seeing all the Pokemon that I like recognized, and even some that I didn't. They didn't put the stupid ones in there, so that's cute. But it was just like like a whole movie about daddy issues, and then like a, an explained plot line within five minutes, like. Here's a flashback, and boom, the whole story right here. And, like, who's walking around with vials in their hand telling you the entire plot? There was a cute little, you know, twist and things. <laughs> nah, C minus. So, um, team personality are. Okay. Team personality. <laughs> and if you want that candy bar, you can have that too. Ooh, you take so good care of me. You're you fat. Mm, whatever. This is why I'm eating the fruit and not the candy bar. I don't want to be big and silky. <laughs> but you still got to make milk, so. Mmm. Yeah. Eat those pineapples. Yes. <laughs> um, Speaking of yes, have you heard Ariel's awful song? Of course not. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, I don't keep up with these hoes. So. Um, Team personality are talking about whether they should improv or write jokes. And we see Silky and Akira just because they did so well on the improv challenge, apparently. They want to do improv where Vanjie and Evie are like, maybe we should write some things. More so. More so Evie. More yeah. so Evie. But, you know. Regardless of whatever happened, it still seemed very improv-y, and it, let's just go ahead to this magic show. Team personality was awful in every fucking way possible. Yeah, I skipped it. Yeah. Uh, team, well, they were the black magic. Mm. Uh, they had, a, like, a whole barbecue scene well, going. Vinci ain't even black, though. I didn't think about it, neither is Evie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Evie is black. On the outside. So, okay, so you're gonna be one of them people, okay? All right. Well, um, I'm in a punk band. Whatever. <laughs> Black Rock Matters Queer Edition, June nineteenth, two thousand nineteen, at Trip Club. I'll be DJing. Boom. Um, Team Tuck, Pakistan, or whatever the fuck they were called. They did great. Mm-hmm. Like. You know, is it can be argued there was a wink link, a weak link, excuse me. Regardless, she's been weak the whole season. Yeah, that's probably why she was up in, for elimination. But to be absolutely honest, if they kept Mercedes around for one extra episode when she should have went home, second episode, um, she never even been cast. I just, I just been to a pineapple. This is an ASMR episode. Um, if they can keep Mercedes around for one extra episode, how come they couldn't keep Sugar for an extra episode? 
Because you know she would have got soju in the fucking uh, makeover challenge. Because they kept her on for four extra episodes. That's why. Oop. Yeah, I made that argument the other day, too, where I was like, I feel as though Ariel didn't do terrible to be eliminated when, in her lip sync. Yeah, she failed, but like... Who'd she go against again? Sugar. And Sugar did exactly what um, Nina did this past episode. But anyway, Sugar lip syncs weird. Closes her out the whole time. And she does that weird granny grin. Well, she's 40, so. Don't do her. Nina's even older. Yeah. That's why she went home. Anyway. Oh. Silky should have went home. Yeah. But we'll get to that episode. Mm hmm. Um, so, the category for the runway is Captain Realness. Which is all ugly for the most part. What we do on this podcast is we toot or boot uh, um, an outfit. And without looking up the runway, because I ain't got time. I remember who I would toot. Cool. Um, Captain Realness. Silky. Boot. Yeah, it's a boot. Um, she has a dress and fabric over the dress. And padding was off. Yep. She looked but, a mess. but you couldn't see it in full. She still looked a mess. And for her to have been doing drag as long as she has been doing. I wouldn't call that drag. For her to be dressing up in women's clothing as long as she's been doing. Well, she should know better. Um, who's next? Let's just skip around. Uh, Kyria. Boot. It wasn't. Boot. It wasn't Boot. caftan. Boot. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not saying it wasn't a. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm Boot. not saying it was a. Boot. Boot. Can you Boot. shut up so I can say what I'm saying? Okay, go ahead. It's not Boot. a toot. It is a boot. <laughs> However, I thought it would be if she was at the club and she came in with that. Hell, Trevor, no. Girl, I will boot that bitch off the damn stage. Ain't nobody got time for that. But I mean. We know the girls that kind of quality that's of the 90s, so she would have fit in. Oh, see, don't do the 90s queens like that. I mean, maybe a Sunday night kind of 90s drag queen, but no. Like, first of all, if the category is Captain Realness, and you come in this bitch with something you got from Wish.com and just put rhinestones on it, get the fuck off my TV screen, bitch. I ain't got time at all. Like, the only thing that I could say justifies this outfit is she had something that she said that she was told she couldn't wear, just like fucking Manila. Mm. Why couldn't she wear it, I wonder? Good question. We'll wait June 4th, 2020. Um, Evie Ali. Boot. Why? It was a quilt. Okay. Like, what? Okay. Here's, here's tea. Here's the tea. I remember when I first... Started making costumes. Mm -hmm. I was using a lot of unconventional materials, things that were still fabric, but you know could be either used to make a pillowcase or make a shirt. Uh -huh. The shirt would be terrible, but the pillowcase would be just fine. And I have this quilt that I was like, I'm gonna make something out of this because it's cute and everything. And then I put it on, and I was like, it looks like I put a quilt on me. And that's what Evie did. Even though I saw the brand of clothing, 
it's like from an actual designer company, all that. Yeah. It's still a quilt, mama. Okay. No. Don't be crocheting on the runway. Um. Uh, Vanji. I mean, I like her little analogy of being like, you know, a rich white lady on vacation. So I'll toot it. No, it's a boot. And what did you like? I'm going to get to it. Nobody. Um, when it comes... I mean, caftans like that are ugly anyway. So. Caftans in general are ugly. But here's the thing. Um... When you are a drag queen, I'm aware that women can have different breast sizes. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going to fast forward to this lip sync, the amount of times I saw Vandy's chest. If you were to be a booked and blessed queen in any kind of city that gets a, a dressing room with your name on the door... And you out there showing off your off your testicles, mm-hmm. and you ain't got no kind of pasty. You ain't got no kind of fucking uh, contouring to show any kind of illusion. You are fire. No, that's an amateur drag queen shit. Like, the, oh, of course, the rules. You always wear panties, wear a bra, and nails. Mm-hmm. If you're not wearing nails, you are not doing coke. <laughs> right, that's fine. Um, but it, it, she was still cute, so I give her two. That's why I was like, she was cute. Like. But it's just I, I I have to like make sure the kids know. Um, sugar cane. <laughs> Every outfit was terrible, <laughs> at one after the other, and she didn't wear a caftan. It was a bathrobe boot absolutely three boots absolutely i think that's why she was in the bottom like not only was she in the bottom because she hasn't been doing well in the competition rue was like yeah i know this whole team sucked but every single one of your reveals was awful like you thought you did something right here didn't you she really did she She really thought she did something with that granny smile just like pop 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 no. Child. I was offended. Um, who's next? Uh, let's do um, Brooklyn. It's a suit. Yeah, it was cute. I mean, I don't really have an opinion on it. That's why I'm like, it was It was there. It was a fit. She did what challenge. she was asked to do. Exactly. Two, next. Yep. And <laughs> Neil West. Yeah, two. I loved it. I mean, just because it gave me, like, this was, like, a bitch who goes to the opera. Like, she has a, a subscription to the orchestra. <laughs> like, this is the vibe I get from Nina West. Did I miss anybody? No, that was everyone. The comment section right now is going to be like, you missed this person. No, because we named everybody. I'm pretty sure we did. I think we're good. Okay, fuck it, yeah. yeah. The judges deliberate. Don't care what they have to say. Um, untucked. Did anything happen? Yes. Um, that was because remember on the main stage, Evie was just all like, well, yep. I 
asked <laughs> basically right, and my team said no. And that's when Silky and Vanjie decided to, you know, pop off or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which is fair because, like, as Akira said, she's like, I know how you both operate and it would have been something. So she's like, I just told y'all to squash it on the main stage because that wasn't the time or the place. Mm-hmm. But with, I understand what Evie was saying, but it did make it seem like, oh, well, I was out on my own and I did this and my team just didn't give a shit. And I'm yeah. like, that necessi- that wasn't necessarily That was the not the vibe I was getting from Evie. Right. But um, that's how it could have been construed. By petty people. By petty people, which is <laughs> Vanji. And Silky. Silky. Yeah. And when Evie goes, so you're saying I didn't write anything? Like mm-hmm. on the main stage? The see, the three holes who I just want to see fight. <laughs> like y'all don't understand. I follow Twitter fight uh pages. Like I'm a bad bitch who just like wants to see a fight. Like my phone is immediately out to film if there's a fight going on. Like I'm that hood rat bitch. And I can tell Evie had to fight a lot as a kid or she got jumped a lot as a kid. You can just tell. Just uh, That's probably why I don't like her ass. I didn't like her at first. Um, and Silky and Vanji are also fighting hoes. I can tell Vanji's like, like a nasty hood oh, rat yeah. bitch. Vanji's definitely a fighter. Silky just runs her mouth. She probably no, does. Silky probably fights too. Like, she has the upper hand because she's a big girl and like she does she you can hit her all day she won't fall down my mom used to always say that when, whenever i get into fights she'd be like just don't fight a fat bitch because you go you can hit him all you want to but you can't get you can't get that shit down Sippy ain't fight nothing but that tough ass steak on her plate like boom um yeah i think <laughs> Untucked is over. Not, not not much really happens. I think we get a, a, a video from Brooklyn's mom. That yes. was cute. Uh, and then Sugar surprisingly in the bottom, and she's the against Miss Angie. Well, I have a question about the lip sync. Um, out of all of the Mary J. Blige songs they could have chosen to get a license to play on RuPaul's Drag Race. They chose no more drama. Mm-hmm. Let's get it crunk up on it. Like you would have rather have. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for that song. Well, I was waiting for no scrubs too, and look what happened. Oh. <laughs> well, we say goodbye to sugar. Any thoughts on saying goodbye to sugar? Nope. Bye. All right. <laughs> That's the same thing we said when. Uh, when somebody else went home this Raja. season. I don't think it was Raja. Probably Raja. Her messy ass. Me. Okay, so there's another podcast called Best Friends Race Podcast. I don't know if you ever heard of them. Yeah, I've heard of it. Oh my God. They talk about Raja O'Hara all the time because they just love how messy she was. And like, they constantly reenact her voice where they talk like these. Talk like these. And. <laughs> And they, like, know her goodbye message, like, the back of their hand, where she's like, well, uh, it takes a, a, a real hood bitch to do shit like this, so, to stop, to me. Like, throughout their whole podcast, <laughs> their whole podcast, like, somebody would be like, any thoughts? To me. And it's just so fucking funny. I live. Let me, let me say this about Raja. Raja is that, 
messy auntie who probably used to do drugs and went still to does. go get clean and is all now reformed so she's up in church but she still feels the need to talk shit to well, everybody no else. she don't go every sunday no but she's a she went to bible study for the food and then leave exactly, exactly. that's the kind of girl roger harry is exactly um season season 11 episode 11 we get the makeover challenge and uh Vangie is shaking it off because she was just in the bottom after sending Chica home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and any more drama going on here on this red couch? No, I can't think of anything. I don't think anything went down. So, um, it's a new day in the workroom and the top six, mm-hmm. they're feeling their oats a little bit. Um, Akira go grabs a bat, which you know is cute, I guess. And the mini challenge is slap out of it, and because Asia O'Hara owns ninety nine percent of the company, RuPaul can't slap nobody no more. Uh, so they slap each other, and in my opinion, this should have been the reading challenge because mm-hmm. they had better reads this whole time when. Vanjie said, you just an ugly Naomi Smalls to Evie, I cackled. <laughs> when, uh, when Brooklyn said, you feel like a waterbed, I cackled. Um, when Silky and Akira took off both their wigs, which, bitch, I clocked right away. Like, I saw that little red piece and I was like, what the fuck? And then she had the nerve to attach weave to her confessional hat. That's what killed me. The nerve! <laughs> like, I clocked it so fast, and then Sugar Sugar Shots, my good Judy, was like, How, wait, how, she has blue hair here? I'm like, sis. Like, blue hair here, red hair here. Like, okay, like, she know how to accessorize. Just the original, she, she is Trinity K. Bonet, okay? <laughs> so um with ass shots with, oh, see I, that's ass goals right there oh my god I I would just not want the same legs she has but I would want that ass on a heartbeat maybe a little smaller I just want a fat ass I don't want to do squats <laughs> y'all I don't want to do squats I, was like, I got some weights right there okay um so we see six eliminated queens come back, mm-hmm. excluding Auntie Raja. Yes, excluding Raja, Mercedes, and Kahana, the black ones. Oh. Well, I mean, Daddy came back, Honey came back. Yeah. With this drawn-on bust, mustache beard mascara combo. Ooh. And when I tell you. Honey will come back and storm All Stars 5 just like his daughter did. I hope. I mean. I, re- I would rather have Honey on season 12. Because out of all of the four Rob Queens of this season, Honey got like the biggest shit end of all of that. I agree. Like, there's only been four Rob Queens. And it's Sugar. It was. Nina, uh, Scarlet, and Honey. Yeah, okay. What? I was just hearing this, oh, Scarlet was robbed, and I'm just kind of like, 
You, I mean, that lip sync alone. That lip sync, I would have picked her to stay over Rosalind. Yeah, that's what I'm. Like, sure. I, I don't disagree that she should have been in the bottom. No, but Roger should have went home but after that lip sync. Scarlet, she's boring. She's kind of like milk, but with a better personality. Um, no, I hate them both. Oh, well. So anyway, um, the eliminated queens come back, and Rue makes it perfectly clear with these six returning queens that they're not coming back to the competition. They are just here to help the next bitch get to the top five Mm -hmm. and ensure that there's no shenanigans. They have these purple mittens or pink mittens to make sure they cannot help with makeup on certain parts. Um, So, because Vanjie won the mini challenge, I think. No, Brooklyn won the mini challenge of -hmm. having the most graceful slaps or something. Um, She gets to pair up the queens and she picks Plastique. Duh. She gives um, honey to Akira. Uh, she gives uh, sugar to Nina. She gives soju to Silk. <laughs> and then, yes, Ari Versace to Miss Banji. And um, thoughts on that. Honestly, I would have did the same. Well, how about I ask you this? If there was any other... If you could replace one of these returning queens with the three that didn't come back. I would have brought back Kahana, and I would not have... You mean Chi-Chi? Kahana, and (laughs) I would have brought... I I would not have brought back Ariel. I love Ariel. Ariel irritates my soul. Well, yeah, but she's better TV. The only reason they brought Ariel back is because they wanted the shit. They wanted the wig shit situation. And that's what I, that's what got me the most. Like, that's the only they thing. knew that this bitch was not packing her wigs, and nobody said a word. Hmm? Like that's messy on Drag Race's part. Like, what? Here's the thing. Oh. So Ariel claims she forgot her wigs. <clears throat> this is what she said on the episode. However, when she tweeted twice, two different occasions, yep. she said she left them on purpose. Yep. She said she left uh, them for plastique yes, after the episode of All the Drama with that one. And the only one who that she didn't leave was the one Raja took. That purple one. And also two other ones because Silky fully admitted from stealing two more wigs. Like, I don't know, sis. Like, this is... Pick a, pick a story. Pick a story and shut up. Um, right away, the girls, you know, uh, pair off and they talk about the wigs. Vanjie and Ariel do. And Ariel, she says, Oh, bitch, I'm going to start some drama. It's going to come up. <laughs> yeah, it's going to come up. Yeah. Um, we continue to work on shit in the workroom, and Scarlett's feeling herself like she always does. Mm-hmm. Um, and we find out that Kim Chi can't walk in heels. Mm. Did I say Kim Chi? Oops. Playing the race card. Um, what? Uh, 
I, this is going to sound mean. Why was Soju cast? To go home first? Because, like, they made a fool out of that bitch all season long. He only got two episodes. And when Rue came in to talk to the girls, Rue said out loud, looks like you're going to have some trouble with Soju, like, in some kind of variation. Like, she read Soju to her face. Because she basically said, oh, Soju's a shit queen. What are you going to do about that? Soju, like Mercedes, they were asked by producers to submit a tape so they could be cast. Really? Yes. Now, why one of them was asked to submit a tape, I have no idea. Which one? Say, Say it. Mercedes. Muslim. But there's other Muslim queens out there. Yeah, well, that probably have way more followers. Yeah, well, and followers that weren't bought. You you, you don't think? Oh, mm, you don't think that um, they asked other Muslim queens and they all said no? Nope. No drag queen is gonna say no. Mm. Put it this way. No, 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 no. Hold on. I'm revising okay. what I was about to say. No drag queen who really wants that thing <coughs> and wants to be on TV is gonna say no to Drag Race. Now, there are other queens I know who want to be famous and who do want fame, not necessarily TV fame, and they told me straight up, no, I would never in my life do Drag Race. And I know queens who have been asked several times since season one to be on Drag Race, and Mm -hmm. they've said no repeatedly. And I'm on the flip side of that. I've known girls who have auditioned every year since season one, and they still have not been cast. So... There's that. But as far as Soju goes, there's been a lot of pushback because the last Asian winner really was Raja. And they wanted more Asian representation, which is great. They Mm -hmm. need more girls of color on Drag Race, period. That's what I personally believe. I'm going to stop right there. What? Because Drag Race... Even though, as of late, their winner circle has been looking pretty white, mm-hmm. it's still one of the only and kind of a pioneer of so many queer people of color representation on television. There may be, you know, an argument to say, like, there's a handful or two handfuls of Asian representation. Mm-hmm. But the fact that there's a queer Asian person on TV alone. I'm not disagreeing at, with at that. At least like once every season. Right. And I'm not disagreeing with that at all. I'm just saying what I have read mm-hmm. over the year, over the years. Um, and this season there was two Asians on. Yeah. One was a lot better than the other. And but stereotype. That's another topic too. Yeah. But here's the thing with Soju. I personally believe Soju was cast because last year around this time, Soju was like making a name for herself on social media. I saw her at DragCon. She was at DragCon. Mm -hmm. Pay attention to the girls that show up at DragCon, by the way. Mm -hmm. They'll they'll appear on later seasons. Um, Yeah, see me season 15. If Rue allows like actual male entertainers, you know how she feels about trans people and stuff. That's why uh, Nina went home this week. 
Did I say that out loud? Oh my God. I was going to say it. I was just going to wait. But no, because she had a... Anyway, Soju mm-hmm. was popping um, for her little set. She had the K-pop fandom behind her. And she really had these girls thinking that she was talented because she did a shitty music video where she was off key. Soju? You haven't seen Soju music? I don't follow these hoes. I keep telling you. So, I don't want to hear it. I'm going to have to show you after this. Oh, it was Lord. a hot ass mess. And yeah, she wanted to be like K-pop's first drag queen. Gross. And, I, and I was just like, okay. Um, anyway. So yeah, and now she does her like Soul Train parties with Miles J and all that other shit. So that shit's been popping for the past year. Child. And that's why they were like, Can you okay, see Miles J on Drag Race? He would do a lot better than Soju. Oh. Isn't it she? She? Oops, whatever. I'm sorry. I, I haven't followed Miles J since like, what was that viral video they it, did? I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. She, he, Kathy Lee, doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Miles J. Um, so, to continue on with Rue coming into the workroom talking to the girls, um, he asked Brooklyn, was there any shade in picking? Um, all this and all that. And Brooklyn goes, I'm a nice person. Of course not. <laughs> Bullshit, mama. I want to hear none of that. I was like, girl, bye. Exactly. Like, I mean, when it comes to like choosing your words like I really need and it has a lot to do with the fans but I really need all these queens to stop being so fucking scared of these hoes like mm-hmm. bitch I will go on this show and I will say whatever the fuck I want to say and just be all types of anything very naturally me mm-hmm. and I would look at the camera and be like, and if any got a motherfucking problem with that, y'all can find me on the corner of Milton and uh, whatever the fuck my street dress is. Because ain't nobody scared of you. you bitch, you gonna have to kill me. It's down to one person. And I ain't dying. Mm-mm. So, boom. Like, fuck all that. Like, it's RuPaul's Drag Race. You all are men in dresses. <laughs> It's supposed to get fucking shady. Like, I don't want to hear this nice person bullshit. But, um, we discover what is kind of the plan for everybody. And we see, uh, Vanjie tailoring a costume to make it feel like a glove. We see what Scarlett and Evie are going to wear. And Soju's asking Silky if... She's going to use Sharpie on her brows, and mm-hmm. it gets kind of funny, I guess. And so just starts freaking out, like, oh, will it come off? And, yeah. Oh, I can't wear heels either, and oh, I can't do <laughs> this. <laughs> Girl, what can you do? Nothing. She can get drunk at Roscoe's and cry. Have you seen that shit? I chose not to. There was a viewing party where Soju was there, and, like, she got so drunk and like started crying because Silky kept talking shit about her and confessionals and everything and it was like one of those like really sad it was her 28th birthday too like it was a mess and the entire time all the girls Banji was there too the Trinity was there all they could say was like I can't wait for the reunion I can't wait for the reunion I can't wait for the reunion oh this is from like a couple days ago then yes yeah like people are heated and they're ready to like 
start arguing. Good. Like, you know, here's the thing, and I'm, I can't believe I'm actually saying this, because I'm usually, like, I don't advocate people talking shit about these girls, because I'm like, it's a TV show mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And I really don't like them going after black queens, because black queens get the most hate in this fandom, period. Mm-hmm. But everything that's hurled at Silky, as far as, like, the comments about how she's such a bitch and everything. Yeah. Very well deserved. It's deserved. And... I still don't advocate for doing it, so don't don't do it. Yeah, please don't do it. And please don't come on my group on Facebook and do that shit, because that's literally all we've been doing since the season has started, is telling people, like, to calm down on their hate for Silky. Yeah. And... But it's like... Most girls, when they see themselves back on Drag Race, they're kind of like, oh, okay, well, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe I shouldn't have did this. or Maybe I should have said it a different way. Silky is probably pretty much the only one who has doubled down on everything that she has said and done. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you just don't want to be fucking liked. (laughs) She's not self-aware. That's what it is. She's not self-aware at all. But she's a Capricorn, so, hey, whatever. Um... I know you don't do that. I don't. Yeah. It's Tyler does. And I'm just always like, oh, Lord. Oh, good. So, yeah, it's very loud and wrong. Mm-hmm. That's, that's like just, being so proud in your wrongness. Exactly. And it's just like, girl. Like, if you're going to be wrong, you're going to be right about it. Like, that right. kind of thing. And that's and, just like, no. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's going to cost her the crown. And I'm pretty happy about it. Oh, so, yeah. it doesn't matter. She's Thanks, fine. Eureka. Ooh, I Lord, said it. That's another bitch. <laughs> um, you want to talk about someone I can't stand in Drag Race? Eureka fucking O'Hara. We just lost so many listeners just now. I don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, me neither. I'm a special guest. We talk about Eureka a lot on this podcast. Like, it's one of those things where like we are trying to like find a silver lining of where we stand, and it's one of those things where it's like I'm not gonna pay attention unless I have to. Yeah. And hopefully she's not back on All Stars. Oh, she will be. She will be, I know. She will be. She ain't gonna win, but she will be. Boom. What if she does win? She's not gonna win. If it's her, Shea Coulee. Shea is here for the win. See, that's another thing. If there's another All Stars and they put like all these shoulda, coulda, wouldas on, bitch. Like, right now I'm thinking like Shea Coulee. Honey Davenport, mm-hmm. fucking Juju B, mm-hmm. fucking uh, who else could be a possible like? Yeah, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. I want to see Nina Bonina, but that's just I'm a fan. They're not gonna let her win. But Nina Bonina, if you give her the amount of six hours she needs to paint, she's coming for these hoes. Mm-hmm. Point blank. Period. She could have sent home Shea Coulee if she wanted to, and I will never stop saying that. Nina Marina Brown could have sent home Shea Coulee if she wanted to. If she wasn't letting her in her cyber tour get in the way. Fuck all that. Uh, I could see a uh, Peppermint wouldn't do it, but she wouldn't win anyway. Peppermint shouldn't have been in top four. I'm say that. No, she really shouldn't. Have. Uh, I love Peppermint. Love Peppermint. She should not have been there. She was only there because she was trans. Um, See, I ain't gonna say all that. I would. Rue needs some damage control some kind of way. Oh, fuck Rue. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on to this whole thing. So, the girls are painting. And, um, Akira Davenport uh-huh. 
excuse me, Akira Chanel Davenport. There we go. Miss Black Universe. Yes. My queen, my personal pick to win. I don't want none of them to win at this point. I'm fucking over it. I'll be fine with anybody. Nah, I don't give a shit. Just crown a bitch already. But Silky. Crown all four. I don't give a fuck. At this point, I don't care. Give them all 100,000. I don't care. I don't want any of these hoes to win. I mean, we still got, you know, little white and Latino twinks pissed off about... Valentina? No. Pissed off about fucking Monet winning. Oh, well, fuck. Well, I, mean, I still see comments whenever Monet posts something. You're the worst winner ever. Shut the fuck up. Oh, like, my God. First of all... Like, there shouldn't have been a double win, and that's a separate episode. We're not gonna do that right now. It, that's the, I, I'm, I want to leave it at that remark <laughs> alone because yeah. I'm still not over it. We'll move on. Go ahead. Thank y'all. Bullshit. <laughs> um, like Miss Akira is like so. Um, I heard through the grapevine that Scarlett doesn't think we skipped all that too. Mm-hmm. Um, that Scarlett doesn't think doesn't matter. Um, that Silky and Banji should still be here. Is that true? My Did she said Banji too? Yeah, she said Banji. Oh, I thought she just said Silky. Mm, she said Banji too. Sure oh. did. And my favorite thing about this whole interaction is that without a skip of a beat, Scarlett says, I sure the fuck did. <laughs> I sure did. Oh. And they're like, so why? And that's when I was like, not Team Scarlett anymore, because she's like, well, uh, I'm like, you had all this shit to say, and you're not gonna say it. But, you know, there was a little bit of argument there, and Evie steps in because her whole thing is like, so somebody has one bad critique about you and they automatically hate you? Like, that's not the tea. Right. You all need to calm down because you're like literally screaming. For no good goddamn reason. And that's the whole thing with Silky, too. She even, like, admits, like, you know, I am taking it personally, and there's nothing you all can do about it. And it's one of those things where it's like, if y'all crown this bitch, this the series is pretty much over. Like... There's no coming back from this. Like nobody's gonna want to watch Drag Race if you crown Silky Nutmeg Ganache with the good old milk. You can't. It's just imp- Ugh, anyway. Um, she's been getting a lot of help according to the non-dream girls, and then Vanjie throws in there. Well, Nina's been getting help too, and it's like. Well, they had to do with anything. Right. They had nothing to do with nothing. Right. Like, we're not talking about Nina, we're talking about Silky. And she's actually applying and using the help Thank you. Was given. Boom. Like, I'm she's... like, y'all helping Silky and her pads are still fucked. Mm-hmm. Her makeup is still unblended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she still can't lip sync. Oh. Oh, put me in the bottom. Maybe me lip sync for my life. Oh, okay. I'm ready for my motherfucker. I was motherfucking ready. I was ready to do something. Bitch, look. Wait a minute tonight, honey. All right. First of all, before we jump ahead to that Please. bullshit, yeah. can I just say she's been fucking ready to do something all season. She's been saying like, "Put me in the bottom." She's I'm, been ready for lunch. She's been ready. <laughs> That's what she's been ready for. Meal breaks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the fuck she's been ready for. 
Um, and then we got what we got. So, um, <laughs> I was just like, that's what she's This is not what I ordered. Shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, look. Uh, let's not jump ahead, please. Because <laughs> I'm feeling a type of way. Uh, the, the next topic of discussion at uh, the drama table is these wigs. And I have two theories here because Miss, uh, Ariel, mm-hmm. I can't forget. I have to do yes to remember Ariel's name. Um, that's how. That's how bad she's on the season. Apparently, mm-hmm. um, she saw. She was saying all yesterday. She ready to start the drama. She ready to pop off, but she ain't saying much. And I fully think it's because she's getting her eyes done. What do you think? Like I've done your. I've I, I beat your face before. And the amount of times I've been like, bitch, sit still. Uh-huh. It can be argued. No, no I, I'm very... I move a lot. <laughs> yeah. But, no, she's just not about that life. That's all it is. Mm. Yeah, well... Because if she was, she would have been like, okay... Well, she, this is what happened, this is what happened. She did admit that she did leave them all by accident except for the one yeah but then she was on twitter talking about this was for this person this was for, for that. this person this was for that on two separate occasions yeah so it's just like bitch what's your story so what is the truth yeah so yeah and i'm pretty sure it'll be rehashed again at the reunion because the producers are lame yeah and it's going to be a whole nother roundabout too and this storyline i don't care much about I'm over it. She can go like. Uh, oh well. My scene Barbies died in 2008, and that's where she got her whole aesthetic from. So. Yikes. Here's the thing. As you know, mm-hmm. I am a bottom. I'm a giant power bottom. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to boys like Ariel Versace. Just, just, I just want to fuck the shit out of. I would never do it, cause I don't think I'm like at all interested in doing things with the front half of my body. However, in my head, what I could do to little Twinkie, two thousand eight fucking scene turn into fag realness mm-hmm. oh yeah like you you can tell that bitch used to be like emo as fuck but like started doing her hair in this type a very pheromone yeah yeah like very mm. much pheromone very much yeah I'm into that like kind of prissy little crybaby bullshit <laughs> like I could be a dom if I wanted to but then at some point I'd be like, girl, anyway, uh, so, um, it's time for the runway and, um, let's just get into it. Well, Wanda Sykes is here. Yeah. Yeah. And Lena Waithe. Lena Waithe is here. Who killed it at the Met Gala. Yeah. I really wish it was more of a zoot suit. That would have looked better. It would have looked better. Yeah. But 
it was still sickening. Like I didn't know that there were lyrics there until I like did some more research. But yeah, the zoom in. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's get to this runway. Um, let's talk about the elephant in the room at this Chinese restaurant. Silky. Silky and Soju. <sighs> now, I will say this. First initial appearance, I did not think it was as bad until we get to the close-up shots of everything. I agree. Um, <clears throat> I think if it was like a makeover challenge done on like the second episode, they would have been fine. Mm-hmm. But for at this point in the conversation, bitch, mm-hmm. you know better. And <sighs> Suki can't even do her own makeup, so I don't know why she thought she could do Soju's. Girl. Have you seen her Cosmo Queens? Silky? Yeah. No, because I don't like her, so I just don't. Don't watch it unless you want to see like somebody doing everything wrong. Don't watch it. <laughs> it is one of the most like. And don't get me wrong, I'm not like a makeup connoisseur. I don't. I I have time. Do not know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I just kind of see what's going on with the products that I get. And that I recommend it. I know how to paint one style of face. And I just put my face on others. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I get a little funky too. I'm like, this could work for this, huh? Yeah. But, you know, the amount of choices that Silky makes on her face. <laughs> then translate it to another bitch mm. who is Asian as fuck. In the in the words of Tatiana, choices, choices, so. choices, choices. So boo, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Akira and Honey, they did the challenge. I thought they did really great. I thought as far I've as seen this wig on Akira four times this whole season. Okay. I'm over it. Yeah, so she's her wig is better than Rue's. This whole season, for, for, whoa, 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 whoa! That's not at all. Yeah. Ooh, thank you all for listening to Bring Back My Girls podcast <laughs> because that was the wrongest thing I've heard. First of all, that wig that she wears a lot is two wigs, mm-hmm. and it's clearly two wigs. It is not blended together at all well. Just like Ruse. All right. Um. So it's a toot for me. It's a. It's a toot for me. But not because I'm excited about it. Kiria wanted to be safe. But she was high, so. No, well, there's no other option to be high. Like, there's five teams. So she was high. Anyway. By default. Vanjie and Ariel. Boot. Boot. I didn't didn't care for the look. I, here's the thing. I. None of Vanjie's looks are great. None of Vanjie's looks are great. And I also am a old school drag fan and I understand women have different styles of body and everything but you all need more pads bitch like I'm seeing boy in a dress or a pantsuit no titties at all just flat chested and some queens they're blessed with some bosoms already 
they're blessed with a little bit of poked out stuff like Monet Exchange, for example. Mm-hmm. She doesn't put anything in her bra more uh, more often than not that I think of. But, you know, she's a linebacker, so she gets away with most things. She knows how to proportionalize those shoulders, and it works. These girls here she look like brooms. Huh? She is not no linebacker. Because a linebacker is someone like... Don't say any queen from Minneapolis on this podcast, please. Because I will have to go in and edit that shit out. Please don't do it. Okay. But, no. Because when she's done up, she looks like a curvaceous woman. Who? Monet. Yeah, when she's photoshopped, yeah. No, when she's photoshopped. I've seen her in person. Because she knows how to to proportionize. She wears correct padding. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't call her a linebacker. I would call her a linebacker. Nina West is a linebacker. Nina West is definitely... She's a quarterback. Quarterbacks are slender and small. Taller. But they're still slender. It could be argued. Like, you're a quarterback. Oh, wide receiver. Wink. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes! I mean, it's a two for Vanji finally showing up to the competition. But (laughs) the look wasn't great. No, I agree. It wasn't great, but... I still think I preferred her look because I saw the resemblance closer to between her and Ariel than Brooklyn and Plastique. That's like about Brooklyn and Plastique. Huh? What do you think of them? They were okay. They were just okay. I feel like we got Brooklyn's look. Great gowns, beautiful gowns. Right. And I'm like, that's no shade. Like, I really do think... I like Brooklyn a lot, but she is just a very safe pedestrian queen to me. Mm-hmm. Like, just safe all the way through. Just like how Violet and Bianca were. Minus, well, Bianca's the only one I had a personality. Violet was safe? Wasn't she? Did you not see Death Becomes Her runway? Oh. Mm. Her Hello Kitty runway? Her reveal, okay, like don't don't I, I know Violet's controversial on like winning and everything, but don't do Violet like she brought it to the runway every time. Yeah, okay, fine. Except for that one green look, that was awful. But other than that, like Violet brought it. Well, I'm just talking about in terms of as far as Violet personality wise, she was a little brat. Okay, surprised that you didn't like her. She's white. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, then we have um, Evie and Scarlet. And then we have who else? That's it. I oh, literally, this lip sync. I, first of all, I, I loved... Love, 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 loved this look. It was great. I don't think... I don't see what the judges were saying as far as it being like... It was very unpolished. It was it was unpolished, but extremely unpolished. But I, you know, for what they were giving, I that's what I expected. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one of those things where if a queen does all those no nos I said earlier, shows mm-hmm. up to a club and she does it and she's fired. But if a queen like Evie, who even though it was very unpolished, even though it's very, if you can say ugly. Mm-hmm. It's still something that you like want to like invest in. You like, you are 
at least trying mm-hmm. to give us something fresh and new and interesting. And let's be real, Evie wouldn't look right with like pads and shit. She would not, or she would. She wouldn't. Why do you say that? She would just look weird, and we look off. Like, like if Naomi Smalls did pads and shit. Like nope, that. Naomi Smalls wore pads for the Curves and Sweaters runway and looked incredible. What? What I'm saying is because of I do not aesthetic. like Naomi Smalls not wearing pads. That's bothered me since day fucking one. All right, next. Like, girl, you are a man. Next. What are we talking about next? Oh, child. Oh, my God. Bitches, wear pads. <laughs> if you are attempting to do drag, whether you are male, female, or gender nonconforming, put some titties on, make them size B+. Plus. And put some ass on and some thighs, bitch. And panties. And panties and nails and glue your motherfucking hair down, Monique Hart. And a bra. And a bra. Jay. Just saying. You might not have to pad that much. I'm like, I'm not padding shit. I'm not doing drag. You still have to pad doing any other kind of drag. I pad. No, you don't. I do pad. What do you have? I pad my legs to make them look more muscular. Look, I got enough body. I don't have to pad shit. Okay, well, hope you like corsets. Anyway, um, no. Plus, I'm not that. I'm not a drag performer. I'm a club kid. Doesn't matter. Club kids still put on body. Not the club kids I know. You must be looking at some. The actual New York club kids. You want? Oh, okay. We're talking about New York club kids. Okay, because New York club kids don't conform to anything. Exactly. It's so all move to fucking New York. Shut the fuck up. I want to. I can't Have afford fun. it. <laughs> That's the only reason why New York gonna them. spit you up, eat you out. Like, uh. Uh-uh. Oh no, honey. I love New York. I spend. Please. Mm-hmm. I, if I could go to New York monthly, I would. That like, sounds like the dumbest thing ever. New York is everything. I'm an LA person, through and through. I don't like LA's homeless problem. They don't do shit about it. But, you know, no state desk. Brooklyn, all day. I mean, I would go for the trade. I really don't want to be, like, around a bunch of white people. So, New York does seem, like, a little bit up my alley. Or on my alley, as Candy Ho would say. Mm -hmm. But, I don't know. I don't like public transportation. I'm a bitch who fights. What? I love the subway. I'm a bitch who fights, too. Like... Like, nobody can step to me in New York because I would immediately just want to start fighting. Like, ain't got time. All right, shut up, Tim. Um, I have one question, ladies. Who should go home and why? Evie gets five votes and Suki gets seven. I don't remember all the queens who said who. Mm-hmm. But what gagged me the most is that the returning queens got a chance to vote. Like, why? <laughs> Soju especially. Just like, to be messy. What? My Let's thing is, let's get into this, and then going into Unsuck, mm-hmm. where Silky was oh so hurt, oh so because hurt. Brooklyn Boo. said that she should Boo. go home, girl, and she's like, but she liked what I had on. No, she didn't. Okay, here's the thing: I could be all like, oh, that's a cute look you're gonna do when I see you getting ready. Mm-hmm. If by the time you're done getting ready and it's not finished, I can easily change my mind. Like, okay, well, maybe not. But no, she's just the Alexis Michelle of season 11. Like, she really pressed that note. None of these hoes told her, hey, girl, that's not good. But even then, she'd be like, I'll be fine. Make me lip sync. 
It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it does not matter because the outcome will be the exact fucking same. Ugh, Alexis Michelle. Anyway. Broadway! But also broad. Um, back in Untucked. Silky and Evie get into it again because Silky's reasoning behind Evie going home is that she's not a nice person. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how to how to go about this without getting extremely mad because, like you said earlier, the frustration in Evie's face in the confessionals. It got to a point where Silky just said the wrong thing mm-hmm. again at the wrong time. Right, and it resulted in <coughs> what we got in Untucked was. Evie being like, girl, I'm legit hurt that you would stand in front of RuPaul and Michelle and tell them I'm a bitch or I'm mean. And that is not true at all. And Silky's just like, well, what are you going to do about it? And it's just like one of those things where it's like, man... I would be Shangela and just throw a, throw a drink in a bitch face so fast. <laughs> like, the amount of just, like, res- even though it was still, like, a little bit heated, the reservation in Evie, I would have popped that bitch in the mouth immediately mm-hmm. in front of Rue. Like, it wouldn't help my case right now. But, what the fuck, Silky? Uh, I just feel like I'm beating a dead horse when it comes to Silky. Cal. Being a dead cow. Same thing. Walrus, <laughs> whale. Jeez. Fucking hippopotamus. It's big and it's dead. Yeah. I just feel like there's so much insecurity there. Mm-hmm. Jealousy as well. Jealousy, envy, all that shit. And it's just like, I notice with these big girls on Drag Race, they're all like, oh, I'm so body positive. I'm so this, I'm so that. But it's like they're overcompensating by being messy and picking at these other girls. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, why are you doing that? If you're so confident and you're so this and you're so going to win, stay in your own fucking lane. Do Mm -hmm. your own thing. Well, but they didn't want to be season seven. Hmm. So, um, any more thoughts about um, Silky's thoughts on Brooklyn picking her, even though, even though all this? It was all that. stupid. It was dumb as fuck. Because it's right. like, girl, get over it. Good guy, get a good girl. So, the girls come back, and by the grace of God, Evie's safe. Leaving. Oh, also, Brooklyn wins for some reason. Um. Vanjie's safe. And Kiri is safe. Silky and Nina are in the bottom two. The first time both of them are lip syncing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and let you have the floor. Because I could just yell. And I don't want to do that. So... <laughs> Oh, like where to even start? Um, I'm trying so hard to reserve myself. 
No, please start. Excuse me, let me get that out of my throat real quick. So, I know this is a podcast and it's not at all visual, but if smoke could come out of a wig right now, Silky. Is the definition of doing the absolute most. Absolutely. Because here's the thing. And go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, if you're going to do the absolute most, pull it off. <laughs> like, No Scrubs is one of those songs that's not necessarily like so upbeat and fast where you can like do your things and everything. Can- not that it needs to be either. Yeah. But. What Silky was ready to do did not at all fit the vibe of no scrubs. So as soon as I see Silky walking to the back of the stage and climbing on the wall, I'm like, okay, why? And why are you there for this whole time? Like, you're here for the whole, like, bridge section, girl. Mm -hmm. Then you come out and you drop into some... Sorry ass split. And the only reason why you can touch the floor is because you're that big. And then you can't get the wig off your face. That same tired ass T.S. Madison wig that you didn't brush before you got on the motherfucking Snatch Game at sea. And then here you go tripping on your motherfucking belt. Like... It was a hot donkey fucking mess. Silky looked like girl. the girl from The Grudge just overextended her stay at like Golden Corral or Old Country Buffet. And yeah. Uh-uh. I was just like, what is this? You so motherfucking ready to live She was so life. ready. All, every episode, she was ready. And you talked so much shit about Evie and uh, saw how Evie could lip sync. Oh, yeah. But this is what you turned out. And Nina, I really expected more from Nina because she is a camp queen. I expected her to throw some little, you know, whatever the fuck camp people do. Like, she could have really turned that lit sync. But the fact that she was just moving there like a slightly more mobile Charlie Hydes, uh-uh. I would give her the same type of energy as Ivy Winters. See, I don't even remember that bitch lip syncing. She went against Alyssa. Uh, exactly. And talk about pulling it off. Because, like, Alyssa was hashtag team too much, too. But because that bitch is a trained dancer and knows what she's doing, mm-hmm. it came across amazingly. Exactly. To where Ivy Winters, you know, just That's owned that right. one side of the stage. And even though Sugar didn't... Not Sugar, excuse me. Even though Nina... <laughs> whoa. Did we talk about Nina and Sugar this is the wrong way? We sure didn't. Boot. Um, even though <laughs> Nina didn't do much, it was still visibly a thousand times better than whatever the fuck Silky Nutmeg Ganache thought she was doing. Girl, when I tell you I saw like an epileptic panda, mm-hmm. it was all bad nothing about what Silky did deserved a Shantae you stay 
And then after it was all over, when RuPaul said, meh. When she said that, I really thought that they both were going to get double eliminated. I thought so, too. But then she said, silk. And I was like, what? Yeah. Okay, so I back free basin. I host a RuPaul's Drag Race Dream Party mm-hmm. every Thursday at the Blackheart of St. Paul starting 8 p.m. Um, and my viewing party gets the same people every time, some new faces every now and then. Mm-hmm. But it's, for the most part, a packed audience mm-hmm. in that room that I get reserved for my viewing parties. And... When I tell you that room sounded like a multi-theater of, like, thousands of people at the just, what? Just, like, screaming. Like, when Rue said, meh, everyone all gasps, like, loud as fuck. And then when she said, Silky, Shantae, you stay, the whole room is like, what? I was, I mean, one, I was already shocked at the result, but I was also shocked at the entire room's reaction. And I'm like, was this made because of this? Did they want to get another resurgence of a shocking Valentina sachet? Because I saw a bunch of videos of like club live reaction to Valentina keeping her mask on and everything. Yeah. Is that something that RuPaul's Drag Race wanted again? Probably. Cause that's why they sent Nina home. Then bitch put her on All-Stars and let her win that time. Because that's bullshit. Oh, that she'll thing definitely that, be on All-Stars. They let Silky get away with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of her personality. And then she says this whole bullshit like, I promise you, this is like, I'm just, uh, I'm like, No. No. Oh, shut your ass up. Shut your ass up. Sit your ass down. Uh So that was episode ten and eleven, and <laughs> I'm at this point, I'm kind of done. Yeah, I'm just whelmed. Hmm. Not overwhelmed. Not underwhelmed. Just whelmed. It's yeah. it's something to watch Thursday nights. There's other things to watch on Thursday nights, and I don't have to do this anymore. Like, at this point, I don't care who wins. I just want it to be over. So do you want spoilers? No, don't give me spoilers. <laughs> Jay, where can they find you on social media? You can follow me at Aries Firebomb on Instagram and Twitter. Word. Yes. Follow me. I talk a lot of shit. I'm also kind of funny. And I you have to say of- you're funny. That was the whole fucking point. Of okay. The All right. We just had this conversation. Mm-hmm. You did. We did, didn't we? <laughs> just like I'm not all there. Okay. <laughs> so, but no, I post a lot of um, different content for queer people of color, lots of vintage pop culture references, and like advertising and things like that for people of color. It's pretty cool shit. So check it out. I second that. You all can follow me on two separate occasions. I am professionally known 
as Tim is a rocker. That is Tim is a rocker. T-I-M-I-S-A-R-O-C-K-E-R. Found everywhere RuPaul is found. Because I'm that bitch and I'm going to continue being that bitch. And if you say something else about me being that bitch, you're wrong. But if you don't want to see the bitch, you just want to see me. You just want to see Tim being Tim. Posting selfies with his cat. And, you know, jerking it. Follow Obey Svetka. Obey like the ver- like the verb and also the clothing brand. Spetka like the alcohol. Um, this podcast, Bring Back My Girls podcast, can be found online on Twitter at BB My Girls. That is BB My Girls. If you can't remember, think about bareback. Um, you can also email us at Bring Back My Girls Podcast at gmail.com. Send us any kind of email you want. No spoilers until the season is over. Send us some tea that the girls can't talk about until 2020, if you got any of that after the fact. But you can email us with your thoughts and opinions at bringbackmygirlspodcast.com. Nope, bring back my girl, bring back my girls podcast at gmail.com. Tyler usually does this part, and I'm not that great at it. Um, thank you all so much for listening to this podcast on the social media platform you're listening it to on make sure you hit that like rate subscribe button whether that be on patreon stitcher soundcloud google play um apple uh, apple Podcasts, uh some other third-party websites that we're on as well like burberry i think is one of them like i said bitch tyler does his part I don't know. I'm just the bitch that edits all this shit down. Um, any last words, Jay? No, thank you for having me. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Before we started doing this, you fully were like, well, as long as I'm not bored. So, if you okay. had to rate this podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bring back my girls.